0: This week on RSBNB Update, we break down Mod Keeper's Look Ahead, as well as some of the Necromancy content on the way. The combat beta continues with ranged reigning supreme. We also discuss how it plays at various bosses and ask if it's too much, while also answering your questions. This is RSBNB Update, episode nine hundred seventy-one, recorded February first and second, twenty twenty-four. Range supremacy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of RSBNB update. This week we got a bit of a bit of a hybrid affair of the show going on because we wanted to bring the latest from the from the mod keeper uh, newsletter letter to the community and live stream that happened on friday but as as most folks might know we record on, on on thursday so joining me uh to discuss mod keepers post and the and the immediate future of runescape Pernasius is here welcome
1: thank you thank you good to be here again
0: yep Pernasius longtime time rsp and the update contributor and you know just all, all round general do it all in 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 rs lover, lover of the show things. yeah so Jack of all trades. Yeah. It's master a, of none. <laughs> that, that's that's a perfect way of putting it. That's a perfect way of putting it. Uh if you guys want to follow along, we do have full show notes available at update.show. You can also find our community Discord over at update.show slash discord and the friends chat is bits bytes. And of course I would be remiss if I didn't give a big, big, huge thank you to our experienced tier Patreon supporters who allow us to do our S B and B update each. And every week without them, the show would truly be probably impossible. So this week I'd like to thank Amos Reed, Andrew C., Drama Free, Jason S., Jesse W., Kesky, Ricky A., Rippeth, RuneStar, and The Naked Captain. And of course, also... I'll just mention before we get into the meat of the matter this week, our annual general survey is still running. So if you have not done that yet, head on over to update.show slash survey and fill that out. It'll help us guide the direction update takes in 2024. And if if you want, you can throw your name into a pool to be entered to win what is now one of four bonds. A, a listener has graciously donated another bond to that pool so we have four bonds on offer now for a raffle and a a random a random uh cosmetic override scroll as well will be given out to the grand prize winner of our survey raffle so if you want to complete the survey you want to tell us anything about update anything really anything this is update.show slash survey and you can also be entered to win a bond there but we uh we we do, we need to we need to dive straight into this uh right now so looking at this a look ahead from mod keeper i'm just going to summarize the summarize the top level items here february a collection of necromancy content and improvements including a new quest in the city of um with four new pieces of moonstone jewelry some vfx and art polishing Moments for gear, which also includes diable tier 95 necromancy uh armor as well as changes to protection glyphs and uh Philippe will be moving uh to the city of um and that that came from the live stream then that, that's february that's February. Then in March, they want to launch the combat update with uh, subsequent beta coming in the next week or so, dealing with some of the things we're going to talk about later on in the podcast. And also in March is the Easter event, which they say they learned a lot from the vibes about the Christmas Village, so they're going to be aiming to make Easter better than ever with that, and... And that's that's
2: kind of it for February-March. Yep. You can hear the
0: pin drop.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I obviously, being in Australia, they're, they're streaming is at like 4 or 5 a.m. here, so I wasn't actually up to see it, but I did read the post, and just before we got on the show, I sort of watched the first 10 or 15 minutes yeah, of Yeah, before it. they got uh, into combat Q&A. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I love a quest, so, you know,
0: Al, Al's not a big fan of Al's. The 54 necromancy hey, you know. requirement for this, so, you know. Yes, that... and,
1: and obviously access to um. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fairly low level, and entry level, I'd say. So, uh, so, you know, it comes with a new achievement and yeah. such. But...
0: So so the idea on that is, you know, this sounds as though it was a game jam quest, and it's not the kickoff of a new storyline, which I think is interesting. Mm. So we're still kind of in that and, pause phase after Zemrigal.
1: Yeah, and also, I mean, it sounds like just a just a fun little quest, you know, a little cute quest. You know, it starts off with an owl, and they were saying, you know, as as you sort of go through, more owls come into the the city. So obviously, you know, there's going to be new achievements and such that are are going to come there. Uh, these the, the moonstone uh, jewelry to craft four pieces. Obviously, we're going to be getting some. You know, I, I would say they're going to be necromancy themed ones. Yeah. Uh they said some skillings, some. Uh, some combat ones, so, you know, maybe something to help and, you with. And, you uh, know, that's
0: always that's always an interesting place to go in terms of gear diversity with jewelry, because mm. I remember last time they added a piece of jewelry, it was an unmitigated dollop of power creep. I'm talking about the essence of finality. Of course, everybody yes. loves them, and, you know, everybody has multiple of them if they're doing high-tier PVM, but, you know, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, the question is, you know, what's going to be the balance on this? Is it going to be... Usable? Is it going to be utility or is it going to be, you know, so over the top where you got one or two of these things that's going to be my slot?
1: Yeah, well, from what they were talking about, you know, so you're sort of saying mid to sort of high tier. So I don't think we're going to get something sort of essence of finality quality. you know power creep but uh yeah for for someone mid range or or even sort of chasing that 99 to 120 i mean i'd say it's probably going to be something that's going to excite those people well, the problem is so many people now already have 99 or 120 because yeah the first six months people rush uh for those type of things so for the ones who didn't rush yeah great but again for the rest of us it unless it's something you know as, as you said uh you know sort of gives a a really good sort of power boost we'll we'll have to wait and see what uh how it's accepted by the community there
0: yeah and and you know i i had to i had to do a double take um when i heard this because i i remember you know listening to this and i was like did they just say this is going to be going to a new earring slot yeah, I miss that. So that's going to be that's a. I mean, I thought we'd get more rings
1: before we start poking things in our ears. But hey, we are in twenty twenty four, and you know, people do different things these days. And, and belly button rings coming next year.
0: Oh, oh, that's that's an interesting that's an interesting expansion. Imagine, imagine the cosmetic opportunities available for that.
1: Oh God. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! Have, have have the eyebrow pierced and your lip done and big nose, big that big, big, uh, big there's, there's, down there's nose the, ring? There's
0: lots of other places for for jewelry to be added in game, is what I'm hearing. Like a the Prince Albert. <laughs> so, uh, and
1: yeah, I the,
2: mean,
0: go
1: ahead. No, just 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 to say, I mean, yeah, great. I love them getting on there and doing these type of things, but. I mean, you pointed it out as well, and I thought the same thing. They just – they didn't have that – There's no energy. Over in, exactly. There was no enthusiasm. There's a lot of umming and ring and, oh, do we, can we really talk about that? And they just – very lackluster. Um, I don't know if they're tired, you know, end of the week, and, you know, they're just exhausted. Well, that, and,
0: that's true. It's like five, four, four, you know, 4 or 5 p.m. on a Friday, which – Exactly. You know, yeah, so I commend maybe commend them that's for going it. out there and, and doing that.
1: Of course, yeah, no, no, and that, and that's it. I mean, you know, th- this is something they're doing in their own time, type thing, and yeah, uh, you know, f- for our benefit. So, I don't want to criticize them yeah, for that. I, I but do want to, they just didn't have that, that, the, the yeah, spark. That, that, that enthusiasm for it yeah. to say, hey, listen, listen, this is what we got coming, type thing, yeah, that you sort of expect when you're promoting something. And
0: I, I just do want to pull on the thread from one of the other pieces of content with here before we, you know, get more into the meta analysis of this. Yep. Um, there's also going to be a change coming for protection glyphs, which changes them so that they extend the duration of random events. Because you remember, protection glyphs were useless on necromancy launch because there was a negative aspect to necromancy mm. that was removed before the, before the skill shipped. And, and we just got these protection glyphs that really did nothing. So, did nothing, yeah, exactly. so that's going to be interesting okay. to see for people mm. who want to you know just slow things down a bit. And have a bit more time. Well, it's a, and it's a for
1: for people. I mean, again, an access thing for someone like Tannis that that may be a very good uh, a, a very good one because you'll actually start being able to see and and interact with those uh, you know those little random event things.
0: Yeah, and and here's the thing with all this, and this was pointed out in in chat in the RSBMB Discord and other Discords is that. Everything that was announced here
2: is game jam level, mm.
1: and there is other, no other than a quest well, patch yeah, note level. Really. Uh, well, well, no, yeah. even
0: the quest was game jam. This was ModLuma's game jam.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying patch note level. It's not sort oh, of. Yeah, a, it's okay. not a headliner event. Yeah, right.
0: And the question is, you know, what's happening here? Behind the scenes that we're not aware of, and you know our community is 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 very good at you know maybe trying to glean some ideas into this. And one thing that was suggested, um, and you know community management could never say yes to this, is that maybe following the backlash of Hero Pass and whatnot in September, Jagex was forced to course correct in such a way that we aren't aware of the magnitude of that. I imagine mm. a course correction similar to what happened after Menaphos, but they're not telling us how hefty that U-turn of was. Course,
1: yeah. They probably had another year Because there's past no because four. what
0: other year have we gone without a headline piece of content until April. Hmm. Well, and, that's and, I, I mean, mean, we have the and graphical update and you know, that's going to be the biggest update of Q1. We need to be 100% mm-hmm. honest with that. The folks behind that, Maud Blackwitch, Alex and everybody involved in that hit that out of the park. And yep. for for all intents and purposes, that's what I consider the headline update of January. And you know, they're packaging mm-hmm. this necromancy stuff into a headline for February, but you know, you have to go back many, many years probably you know prior to i'd say probably even prior to the sixth age to see a time where the content updates were you know so small that there there was no no headliner you know for each month yeah
1: and again i don't mind that as, as a personal thing, I don't mind that if they have to take a step back and say, hey, because it gives you time to catch up on a lot of oh, the yeah. content that you've of like, been racing through. So yeah. I would have preferred this, this behind the scenes to be a quarterly thing. They should have really brought this out, as you said, at the start of January because those, those graphical updates.
0: And uh, tell us, I mean, give us a bit, huge.
1: just a little bit of a preview of something yeah. big on the horizon. Exactly, and that's what I was going to say. We are heading. I mean, obviously, it's the end of winter. We're heading into sort of or uh, sort of spring over there. Um, you know, hell, Yeah, just give us a hint. You know, something big coming for spring. Something big coming for summer. Uh, yeah. You know, this is this type of thing. Just something to sort of wet the whistle, and that way people aren't going to complain. so Because much. we
0: have a very good idea of what's happening in old school for mm. the entire year and into 2025 even with sailing. Yep.
1: And again, I mean we are looking at, at two totally different games development wise because of the graphics and, and everything that has to go into RS3 as opposed to to old school. Uh, you know, obviously it is going to be easy to do that type of thing in in a game like old school, uh but still you know just just a little hint yeah, uh, you, know, you don't have to say it's going to be here September. You just say, you know, looking at, at summer and beyond." And, and, and beyond March, episode, yeah. we're
0: working on this. This is a bit yeah, of a preview exactly. of what it is. Or even here's just the name of the content. Like they named hmm. Necromancy at the start of last year. Exactly. Yeah, that's that. That's
1: the type of thing that I'm looking for. Because these,
0: uh, because and the and maybe this this speaks to my. My background and you know the business side is that if this was a publicly held company right now that was you know having earnings and shareholders and seeing them based on and their reactions based on what was announced here, this is the kind of announcement that you would do after the markets had closed because yes. there is nothing in here that would make share prices go up and have investor oh. confidence into the future. And obviously the investors – and I say investor confidence. I know the investors involved with Jagex are you know, more concerned with their bottom lines and all that. I'm not saying that, that these updates affect those investors. I'm saying the stakeholders, the people who play the game, us, the players, mm-hmm. have to have a confidence driver on this. That's the way I'm framing this right here. Exactly,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I know you have to appease the uh, the, the financiers of the of the game, but right, and and they do that. And they do said, that through we this are the other ones who are investing our time.
0: And they so. do this this through that thing called Treasure Hunter and that you know Christmas hmm. season that was there. Because I know tons of people who bought keys, and yeah. even with you know the the cosmetic updates or the cosmetics that came out on Treasure Hunter last week, I know again people buying tons of keys to
1: get through all those. And again, I mean, I I come from a a business and marketing background, so I have no issue with them doing that. And that's why, uh, you uh, you know, with the Hero Pass, uh, you know, the the failures that they did on that where they took out the – daily challenges and then locked uh the buffs behind premier club i mean that was who, whoever whoever that, was come up with that should have been fired yeah. that was that was a huge mistake and and, and it, again it could have been we don't know. Sister, maybe heads
0: did roll after hero pass and maybe that's part well, of that's the problem it. here well
1: exactly that's what i was going to say because it, it would be about the end of feb march that we would have had that next iteration of hero yeah. pass yeah that's true so that would have been on the thing, and they've had to scrap that entirely. They can't bring back Yak Track because they said, oh, "Well, you know, also remember this." are talking about
0: it. <laughs> remember this. Remember this. Hero Pass was supposed to go one into the other, right? So, yeah. the 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 first one ended, you know, December fourth or whatever. Then we had the Christmas yeah. event. So, in theory, you would have had another one picking up in January here, running through the end hmm. of March.
1: Yeah. Voila. That's it. And I mean, you know, a- again, I mean, once bitten twice shy type right. thing. Because, uh, because just, imagine it,
0: just imagine it being different in that if you had a Battle Pass style, style system running from January through March, then you can get away with doing for your January update, community hit list, graphical update, February quest plus necromancy game jam, March combat plus Easter. Then you yep. can get away with that.
1: Exactly, and that's where I think the uh, the, the big hole we've got in uh, this quarter is, is yeah, because of, and because of the reevaluation there.
0: And if you look back at September through December, it's very much the similar same path that we're on right now, except there was Hero Pass running through that, and we were finishing a storyline. So without mm. with with the absence of finishing a storyline and the absence of a battle pass, you get a similar kind of content cadence to what we got here through January, February, March. And, and, you know, I, I I honestly think that we just hit the nail on the head here of what's going on with this in that, you know, obviously, obviously, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, things like battle passes are not headline content, but without completing a quest storyline and without having something using the, you know, the the dreaded filler word in there you get a mm. feeling here where there's practically nothing.
1: That's it. And that's where I always said, those little bottle quests, they should always have two or three of those up their sleeves for when something does go on, they can just drop those in. You know, uh, we 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 had that big thing about bottle quests and they did it for a year and then we really got nothing after that. Right. Like, imagine uh, if there, there was that's the... perfect spot for that type of situation.
0: Like, imagine if you had a bottle quest, you know, done, you know... 70 to 80 percent done then you just needed to qa it and you could have it out in a shorter you know period of time and you could you know just scratch so many little storylines with that because if you think about it like if we really think about it um the the you are it quest was kind of in that in that same bandwagon yeah so
1: and that was such a such a unique and fun quest to do But... but you know, as we said, I mean, it, it is hard because they, you know, we've got to understand that when you are working on something, especially something with a graphical uh, commitment and such that that RS3 yeah. does over OSRS, yeah, you can't just you, you know, are looking at out. three or four months in a ahead that you're working on, right? So right. When and they, with all the, th- the, the 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 sort of blowback on Hero Pass, where you have to throw that out, all of a sudden you've got to find something to replace it. You're not going to do that in in four or six weeks it is going to take time so you are going to have a hole.
0: and i I forget i think it was mod jack who said this at one point a small update now for rs3 takes minimum six to eight weeks from start to finish yeah
1: exactly that's a small update so yeah so but i mean i think with uh with the easter event and such and again that obviously is going to be right at the end of march uh, you know, another little quest. Um, I know some people are sort of worried about it because if they base it, you know, j- just basically reskinning the Christmas events, uh, you know, a lot of those cosmetics. I mean, I was in the same yeah. boat. There was only one cosmetic yeah. I needed to but unlock. I went back Christmas daily. Christmas for... was more
0: about the environment and the feeling. Exactly. Yeah. That's I what I think they'll that's do a I little more for a mm. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like if you're looking at, you know, the, the big three of the holiday events, for rs christmas is the biggest yeah then halloween then easter correct correct so as you get to the ones that are you know less important you can have more you know license with them to kind of push the boundaries on it whereas Mm -hmm. i I think what they did for christmas was you know just the, the the mold that they need to fit everybody's got their favorite halloween and you know when it comes to easter yeah you know just you know do something fun with the easter bunny and um yeah. my favorite um, Easter is earnable. still
1: uh the Slisky chocolate event, oh my God, I hated that. I love that one
0: <laughs> that was the chocolate oh, that was the one, one. right? that's
1: the one yeah oh my god little uh that. little little umpa <laughs> yeah but in, i it was a fun little quest that, that that you know that that's what i that's what I like about those events when they have a just a fun little quest thrown in and that's why you know I thought easter as uh, Christmas even though i didn't uh participate heavily in it it was still a success to me because i got that little quest that I wanted. Yeah. There was something that I could go and do every day if I wanted to. Um, and yeah, it was I a community to, community. Exactly. Aspect. I'm and, someone who tries and unlocks everything at the time it's released, but a lot of people aren't. So it gave yeah. a lot of people and, that opportunity and, you know, looking to at get the, a lot of those cosmetics.
0: Right. Looking at the, at, at the, at the community schedule here, it, it would be wonderful if the city of Um quest brought people back down because that kind of died down a bit after the, you know, the necromancy hype did. Um, and obviously March Easter, another community hub, but I just want to Mm. go on, on one last thing here before we wrap this up and join Tannis and bears for the combat beta discussion this week. Um, so they said last year we made a concerted effort to deepen the ways we work with the community. They increased communication from their team, which I mean, given the state we're in, I think people would question that. They introduced player-led QL updates with the community hit list. Okay, sure. That was well, that was well received. Reintroduced the beta worlds for combat updates. Okay. And mod keeper says that he is looking forward to our involvement, the players involvement in what we're cooking up for the coming year. And mm. tying that in with the survey, the team is busy digesting everything that has been told to them. And is working on some exciting new pitches for us. Exciting new pitches for us. Maybe even some stuff that can be demoed at RuneFest.
2: Yep. And and,
0: and see with that, it's it's like, are we going for a hybrid approach here? Kind of like how they do it at old school without the polls, I guess, is my question. Hmm...
1: Yeah, I mean, and again, I mean, those those surveys are great to get community feedback and such. I think these beta worlds, though, they need to have just a little, yeah, if you go and spend 10 hours testing the combat system there, and I don't mean going over there and just sitting there skilling, if you're actually, you know, doing combat, you can unlock a just a little cosmetic to say, you know, hey, I was a, a tester on this type thing, just to get that involvement in it, because yeah, I don't be- know enough about about combat to to go over there and test it i'll just say yep i'll just go with whatever anyone puts in and 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 go with the flow Uh, on combat side of things because i'm not you know i'm not great at combat uh yeah but i think we need to try and encourage those people of all levels to go over and give it a go so you're not just getting those oh yeah
0: oh yeah sort of higher level pv and i know this because because we pre-recorded this and we talked about that um, in particular that most of the feedback has been on the high end, but everybody needs to go over there and test hmm. because if you don't, then, you know, you might have something that you like to use that, you know, you don't get to give your feedback on, but... Yep. And if you don't test it and something
1: goes out that you liked, well, that can only be on you because, hey, you didn't give the feedback.
0: Yeah. But I think we can, I think we'll leave this here. And I think there's a wider discussion that needs to be had on, um whether it needs to be, you know, some kind of grander message, but I'm not necessarily sure on how that should be framed. So folks, let us know if if that's something if that's something that you're interested in hearing about. But in the meantime before we uh before we get too far ahead here, I want to thank this week's uh, Patreon supporters who uh make this episode go. I'd like to thank Alaska, Alvaro L, Amos Reed, Anatoly D, Andrew C., R. Vizel, Chubura, Daniel W., Dominic R., Drama Free, Duramax, Free Milk, G. Hammy, Gila Fleur, Jacob G., Jade Gizmo, Jason S., Jebus, Jesse W., Jim M., Kesky, Killer Snowball, Lemon Lodge, Ling01, Luminos, Nate the Great., Parnassius, Renhawk, Ricky A., Rippeth, Runestar, Samuel FL, Scott DS, Shirtpants, Tuley, The Naked Captain, The Dabbing Goat, Tim, Tom V., Ukulele Steve, and Zant. Of course, you can learn more about this at patreon.com slash rsbnb there. You can sign up for as little as a dollar a month. And in doing so, you gain access to an entire catalog of bonus shows that we've uh, put out uh, for, you know, the better part of, I think, uh, close to four or five years now at this point. And uh, we got got one cooking right now uh, behind the scenes about farming. And, you know, I said this last week. We had never done a farming monthly bit before, and I'm like, that amazes wow, me. <laughs> wow, we would never done that before. I, Your favorite skill, and we haven't touched. It I know, before. and I, I, I threw this in, and I, I cooked this up, and the the question, and then we have the team working on that right now. And you know, lo and behold, that one won. So we're going to be sitting down to record that one uh, next week, talking about the history of the farming skill, its ecosystems, and um, you know, why why what why and what makes it a skill. So if that sounds interesting to you, you can sign up and get access to that when that goes out for as little as a dollar a month. We also uh have last month's special on the Slayer task list, uh, Hot or Not, which uh, was definitely a fun one to record. Got some good feedback there on everybody's Slayer Masters that they that they like or dislike, and also um the one right before that was runescape's graphical future but we got all sorts of ones in there legacy mode lore ones you you name it the whole gamut of bonus shows if that's interesting to you we also have a vip tier where for three dollars a month you can get a rank on discord which includes chat channel access i mentioned on the podcast at the start of the month and high quality stereo versions of the show and if you want to uh, give the ultimate gift, we have our insider tier for $5 a month where you receive a shout out on the podcast each and every week and gain exclusive access to the outtakes that we use to make the clip show at the end of the year. So, big, huge thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. It means the world to us. Patreon.com slash RSBNB. Thanks so much, everyone.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: All right, and with that uh, we're going to uh just move on over right now and uh join Tannis and Bears and talk about talk about the combat beta and some and some patch notes and how and how that's landing this week. So, we should just dive straight into the into the combat beta then. Uh shouldn't we for this and you know, we ended off last week's discussion here talking about how range just felt so much better. Slayer felt pretty much the same, right Tanis
3: yeah,
0: nothing much to write home about there. um I had great luck with ranged, and you you presumably had great luck with ranged as well, which we're gonna which we're gonna talk about as we uh dive into this, but are there anything are there any major changes that are listed in any of the style specific things or the specs or anything that you wanna highlight bears that really is standing out to you at this point?
4: Um, no style specific things. Um, I think magic is the one that gets the least amount of changes. Um, so that means they must think magic is in a good spot, which I don't disagree with. Um, range just gets a couple small things, and then um, same with melee.
0: Yeah, melee so, really, yeah, still too still very much. I, I I feel like the the style that's gonna raise eyebrows if you're not you know uh you know able to put your all into it and it, it it just doesn't produce as easily as the other two is the sense i get right
4: right i mean i mean i if i pull out my melee reset right now there's maybe like four or five things of food if i pull out my range one it's like 15 to 20 things of food like just like the amount of switches and stuff you need for melee to be not even competitive is insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and see that's the thing that we really see with this is that the the bulk of the changes and you know this is what I felt because I you know prior to necromancy you could say it was a ranged main when it came to when it came to RSPVM and I felt good about that and I felt really good. Really good coming out of the beta last week and that's why I thought okay okay we got to get somebody who is going to take this to Solak, somebody who's going to take this to Zamorak and maybe some other places too, and, you know, kind of just see what is this doing on the high end? Because if it is, you know, coming close to necromancy for me and I was never that good at my ranged mechanics before necromancy, geez, what's this going to do for somebody else? Is that kind of the sense that you're walking away with here uh, this week too?
4: Yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, I did some Zamrock two hundred fifty percent, um, and in the live game, you know, I usually what happens you charge a pad, you get one auto, and then you get the spec. In the live game, I was getting that one auto and then phasing before before the spec, so I wasn't getting the spec. In the beta, most of the time I wasn't even getting that one auto, so just like the amount of m- damage you're doing just gets you that extra 20 30,000 um, needed to skip that extra and, and, and that's
0: huge and that's huge when you think about it very huge because you know we're talking about like you said the, the 20 to 30k and that's the damage potential cap of increasing that that hit cap from 12k 15k sometimes up to 30k you combine that with changes to the critical strike system and critical damage system. And you start to see where this system starts to sink. Um, is there anything on either of those that you kind of want to lean into that now that that you've had a chance to experience? You know, thirty k ranged crits.
4: Yeah. Um. Well, first off, very selfishly, I loved seeing. Oh, that's a thirty k. Oh, that was four thirty k's in my SVP. <laughs> like it looks cool. Um. Balance wise, not not as cool. Um.
0: But which it, we'll get to because because you have to question, is that healthy right, correct because um, there's nothing like the s g b no
4: it's so busted um so like the damage cap that's like that's the one thing that will help melee, in this is oh, every single time I use my overpowered, it's dealing two twelve ks under Zerk. now it'll deal eighteen to twenty K. So like you get that extra six to ten thousand damage out of uh out of that. So like that's where Melee's gonna get the most boost from this. But, yeah. And and I feel like I the mean, least range, problem
0: in general is more of a philosophical thing because it was the bleed skill before and you know, it, it necessitates those, you know, four to six switches that people always use to make it sing.
4: Yeah. Um with range, you don't hit that I mean, SGB is kind of its own thing, but outside of SGB and outside of bulk spec, you're not going to be consistently hitting over that 12k mark. So, which, which is those two, which
0: is in line with ranged identity again of you know being that consistent damage dealer, which is what it always did.
4: Yes, exactly. So if you take away those two, it's very balanced. Um, I mean, you're still getting that. Nine Ks from uh, nine to ten K damage from Rapid Fire, which is nice. Um you're still getting a decent amount from snapshot. So I mean if you I don't know, maybe for a range they have to look into tweaking S G B and Bulk spec to get those so they're not so overpowered. Yeah,
0: and, and there was a section in the notes here that they did um they did tune down the the Bow of the Last Guardian already. Um, yeah, from previous uh betas, and you know, based on what we see here, it's obviously still still performing very, very well with that. Yeah. Um, yeah,
4: no, when I was under Death Swiftness, it was hitting consistent 15k plus, yeah. and then
0: I mean, necromancy once- doesn't even do that unless you're fingering, right? Correct. So, um, what'd you say? Uh, I said necromancy doesn't even do that unless you're using finger death. That's not what you said. I I know. I'm choosing to move on. Uh, Uh, Anyways. um, Yeah. So you see we're painting a picture here that it comes down to, like you said, the critical strike, critical damage, hit cap as being the primary things that is really carrying this thing forward plus... The SGB and the Bow the Last Guardian is probably would you say what's putting ranged over the top?
4: Yeah, I I think in the beta range I think you can make an argument, necromancy is still better. I'd will only listen and could you know, be persuaded, but so I think it's pretty even with necromancy. Um Magic is about where it was before the beta. Yeah, and
0: and, and my question with with Magic is, should Magic stay where it was at before the beta with, you know, four ticking and switching between staff and ones? Or should there be a way to do more with Magic on the level of what we're, you know, basically should Magic be pushed up without the four ticking? Because I don't um, know, like, I don't know how you explain for ticking to somebody and get somebody to do this end end game style of magic. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I know how you would physically do it, but I don't know how you communicate that, you know, one of the quirks of the game is how you maximize the skill.
4: Yeah, I, I personally rarely, rarely for tick. Um, it's. I definitely know notice the difference when I do of damage, but to me it's not worth the extra effort. It's not
0: worth the worth the hassle. Yeah,
4: but I mean, one of my good friends who I PVM with all the time, he's constantly for ticking. So, um, I, mean, I I'm not gonna tell him that he needs to stop. Sort no, of thing. So no. I'm of two beliefs on that. Like, I, yeah, and part of me is like, well, we reward people mm-hmm. for putting in more effort mm-hmm. or. Are they really putting in more effort or are they just exploiting something that really shouldn't even be in the game? I don't know.
0: Right. And, I mean, the the window to change for ticking was was years ago.
4: Yes, I agree.
0: I mean, the latest you could have changed that was after the the Fractured Staff came out, I think. I think that was probably the latest that you could have changed that. Um, Because it it, it really does lead to that identity of that style. So – we're painting a picture here necromancy followed close behind by ranged and then followed a little bit further back by magic and then melee way back at the back is is that how you'd put it or
4: yeah i think so and that it just comes down to melee just you know with range magic you can stand 10 feet away from the boss or 10 steps away from the boss and Still deal damage at melee, you have to be right there and close. And there are some bosses that that's not ideal at, no, and no, it kind of takes away the ability to melee.
0: Yeah, and do you think the differential between and you know, keep in mind beta, everything subject to change? Do you think the difference between where magic is at right now and where ranged is at, do you think that's too too great in that one of them needs to move one way or the other?
4: In the beta, I would say range probably needs to move down. Okay. Um,
0: then we I, get I to, just think
4: there's too much damage with top-tier SGB, CB, bulk spec.
0: Yeah. And then we get to you know the question with that as well for bringing, bringing range down. Should necromancy be brought down a bit too from where we're at? And then you get into the whole philosophical discussion, which the listeners of this podcast will know you guys have made it quite clear to me. And this is literally the truth to people who aren't aware of this. Ever since, you know, October, November, I have had one person a week, at least, message me from the audience saying what kind of feats they have done with PVM as a result of necromancy. So you guys have made yourselves loud and clear on that. And I think that's definitely something we need to champion going forward but at the same time we also need to say okay well what does that do for all the old bosses out there to the point where you know there's bosses where you could just take down with with one set of death skulls obviously not not the time to have that discussion right now in the beta but it definitely does raise a lot of questions about where these other styles are going to land going forward and you know I'm going to say something controversial here what if range just stays where it was and they brought magic up a bit so that you didn't need you know, to to 4-tick to, to get extra DPS out of it.
4: So I'm...
2: I,
0: I know that would I'm, push lots of people away, but that's why I said controversial, but I want to hear your thoughts on that.
4: I'm not against that. I'm under the belief that at no point in time will all three, now four combat styles, ever be completely balanced, right? Like, there'll be a change to melee that... All of a sudden, that will be the best um, in the game. Like when they added Greater Barge and the Codexes from ED2, melee took a huge jump up. And yeah, I mean, when I started PVMing, that was I learned how to Solak with melee, like Trin work, DGS, and Dragors. It's all you needed.
0: Moi. Um, which I also have to say, that was the first you know tier ninety odd ma- odd power armor set that you could make yourself. Yep. So there's that too with it. Um, but continue on.
4: So then, I mean, after that, people discovered how broken uh, becremial, becremial bolt Bolts are. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, everyone's using Ascension Crossbows and Ruby Bolts and Onyx and Hydrix Bolts. And then that was the meta. And now it went to Magic and FSOA. And that stayed the meta for a while. And then Necromancy. So, like, I really think it's just going to keep rotating i think
0: that's fine i think that's healthy for the game yeah so so with that then you could push you know ranged to be out front or at least very close with necromancy and you know dare i say it that's what balance is where you know you can in effect choose how to play your game and, you know, I I, I just want to also just bring in a comparison here from other MMOs, um, specifically going to quote uh, ESO at this point, Elder Scrolls Online, is that at the very high end of it, if you're mechanically sound, the difference between any of the six classes out there is going to be at most probably 8 to 10k DPS at the very high end. And that's way, 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 way more, you know, this hundred. 100- 30 140 odd k dps people are pushing out at the ultra high end that's way more than you need to complete any of the content in the game so the point is is that's how that game strikes balance there's six classes that are for all intents and purposes balanced so you know there should be somebody should have the ability out there to ask a question for rs why can the four combat styles not be balanced And I realize, yeah, that, I think, and I realize it's, not, it's not as simple to do as snapping your fingers because people have huge gear investments and whatnot. But it's an interesting thought exercise. And I'm in no way saying right now that magic should come up to where ranged is at. I think it would be an interesting thing to think about and maybe an interesting thing to do. But I don't necessarily know that that would be the right thing for the game. So this is largely just a thought exercise at this point. So.
2: Yeah, I I
4: mean, I think it's kind of a lose either way. Um, depending on which way you look at it, it could be a win either way. I mean, if you're someone who learned a PVM with Necromancy, I mean, those people that's gonna are be now... Your, that's going
0: to be your comfy spot.
4: Yep, and those people are now doing Solarch. They're now doing AOD. They're yeah. now doing Zami, and like yeah. they're happy, and they're like, explored more of the game, and that's great. But at the same time, there are people who... Saw necromancy, saw how, how much damage it was putting out, realized that the bosses are no longer fun doing that, and they stopped playing. So I think there's a balance there. And if you, you know, nerf necromancy, you make the people who just learned all these bosses very upset, but you gain the player base back who was playing before necromancy. Had, there's, and Then it becomes a community. A then right it becomes answer. a
0: questioning community at that point too, in terms of you know um, which is going to you know drive the drive the engagement metrics for Jagex and whatnot, yep. right? So, yeah, because he, he, the the complexity behind it shows that you know right now we don't have any necromancy switches in terms of weapons or armor. Um, it's literally plug and play, and away you go. All you got to do is you know learn your living death rotation and a few other things, and you're off to the races there. Where with ranged, and this was something I asked you in pre-show, um, I mean, if you want to get a lot of the, the bow of the last guardian, you can optimize to the tick, right? But you don't, but you don't do that, and you're still getting wonderful results.
4: Yeah, um, I mean, with my range gear, all the only switch I bring is a EOF switch for Sammy. So I don't bring crossbows, I don't bring chins, nothing. Just a EOF, and that's for ECB.
0: Yeah. Um, and Which, for people unaware, that has the split soul uh, special attack on it.
4: Yep. Um, and in the kills that I recorded for this, I didn't even use it. So I did not switch weapons, ring, book, anything
0: once yeah. that whole kill. Yeah, so let's actually uh, dive into some of these kills a bit here in terms of what you found different. Let's start with the Arch Glacier. Um, in terms of in terms of where where things were on live and and where they were uh, on the beta, I'll get the 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 beta one up for people uh, to see. But what was the biggest thing you found at Arch Glacier? Because the interesting thing I see here is that your kill time was practically even.
4: Yeah, I think they were within like two to three seconds of each other, which blew my mind. Um, in the beta, I feel felt like I didn't rely on the poison ticks as much as I did in the. Um, real game now.
0: I assume you were stacking those with win arrows.
4: Uh, yeah, the okay. big ones. Yeah, um, right. So, but like, I felt like I would SGB, and it would deal. Let's see, four hits times twelve, whatever that is, forty-eight thousand. Yeah, um, like pretty consistently in the beta. If I did that with big arrows in the real game, it would not do that. It would be closer to the eight to nine per hit. Right. Um So I, I felt like I wasn't relying on the poison as much.
0: Okay, as so I more the raw do. more the raw damage and then obviously yep. that poison still ramps up all the way uh all the way through the exactly. kill too. It so. still
4: does a ton of damage. Um I'm guessing the same kill time came down to just mechanic luck. Oh, I yeah. got. I right, cuz our is you know
0: 100% random in terms of how it does it, you know, minus doing the same thing back to back. So Yep. Um So,
4: but yeah, I, I think I noticed just the raw damage that was coming out of range.
0: Yeah. And you know, the, the the thing that really stands out to me on this is that and, you know, I this shows kind of how I how I PvM. Um just watching this here, I see that your action bar is immediately more readable. But you know, when I PVM, my eyes are—I never seem to really be on my action bar and the and the cooldown. So this is actually the first time I'm actually having a deep look at what the what the ticking cooldowns uh, look like here. So so that's interesting, just from an observer perspective on this. Yeah,
4: I actually spend a lot of time looking at it. Uh, once I get familiar with the boss, I know what's going on. It's Something I can look at my action bar a little bit more. So, you know, I'm seeing that, oh, g Rico's coming off cooldown. I'm going to queue that up real quick. Oh I need and, to put and, some bleeds on. And to be clear, you're,
0: you're, you're doing manual here because it looks like you have a revolution window up, but I see you're activating things manually just for anybody who's seeing that.
4: Yes, I have Revo on for basics still, but I... For the most part, yeah, do cast them manually, yeah,
0: which is, I I mean, I I think that's uh, the the middle of the road uh, way to go on that, yeah, okay. Um, any other big takeaways from Arch Glacier? Which again, you know, same time, so you and this might be a question for me is it really, you know, that obscenely overpowered if you're getting the same kill times at uh, what was this thousand percent enrage glacier,
4: yeah, thousand percent, um. I don't think how busted it is shows up as much in arch because you get all those poison stacks.
0: Right, um, okay.
4: If we move to um, Zamorak, which was the other boss I did for this, um, and I think I said before how I was getting only... I was basically skipping the mechanics straight away. Yeah, at two hundred fifty percent. Yeah, I mean that shows I was. All I was doing was SGBing and bulk specking. And right, and, getting me and enough I mean,
0: damage. like at that point, I asked, should should mechanics be able to be switched or skipped? Rather, you know, in that in that regard, and obviously the the bosses are built so that if you do enough damage, you will skip them. But that's just another one of those philosophical questions that I like to ask from time to time.
4: Yeah. Again, personally, as someone who likes to see big numbers and be—it makes you feel good them, right now, right? It it feels good, and then like skipping it's like oh, I finally got that skip, like that's super exciting. Like I remember getting skips at Raksha, and I was like, holy cow, this like insane PR, like this is awesome. So,
0: and then and then we ask, and then you get to the point where you're skipping entire phases of a 250% Zamorak, and then you're recharging at the runes with your adrenaline is that is that healthy because after that you dive straight into more specs and i guess that's you know where it starts to show the the power that's been introduced here
4: yeah i mean so at 250 i'm skipping pretty quickly at 500 basically what the rotation is after you rapid fire you bulg you SGB and then you get all the adrenaline again. You snapshot and then bulk, 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 and like it just—it's so much damage. It's—it's it's crazy. Like that extra adrenaline. you I mean, you get a hundred and ten percent adrenaline from because I'm using the archaeology relic to give right. me a hundred and ten. Okay. And I mean that's twenty-nine. That's four bulk specs, basically.
0: And. And if this is, and and see, I'd be interested to see how does this compare to necromancy at Zamorak then on the live server at a at a similar enrage. Have you ever done that?
4: No, because P seven with necromancy is scary right. Okay, with the right.
0: I, I, okay, I remember our discussions we had about that when those were being patch noted. In that, in that Zamorak is actually a boss where necromancy is probably not the the best place to use that. Though. Yeah.
4: Okay, but I know. Right, maybe I should go back and try it, but like P's one through six, I could probably just do that and teleport out before I get to P seven and just see how
0: how insane that how quickly is. I'm yeah. skipping.
4: Yeah, I I really do think nec- uh range will be better though,
0: and 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 see that's the and that's and that's where this becomes a really difficult discussion, in that should. Should this all be toned down to to a level where it was before? Or is it good to introduce this kind of power either through necromancy or through these kind of range changes to get more people into the boss? And I know the, I know the standard line in that, you know, if you're able to do it with necromancy, you're able to do it with one of the other styles. It's just the equipment investment and learning uh, the different rotations and doing it effectively at that but necromancy makes it a hell of a lot easier and that's again what i ask is maybe it's just time for this level of power to go up in game i don't know
4: and i mean it also depends what they have planned out for the future i mean if they have a boss that's going to be even more insane than Solak or aod then sure like you can leave everything how it is and basically scale it to this new boss coming out i we don't know this um i've heard that theory get thrown out i mean even with um forecast people were like this boss better be really difficult because necromancy is still it wasn't. busted it wasn't and it wasn't but like people thought it would be because of how good necromancy is some maybe it's still coming that it'll be a super difficult boss
0: i know i i remember i think i think one of the mods said it at one point um that Solak was kind of at the edge. It was either Solak or Virago it was right at the edge of what was, you know, really um, acceptable and doable in terms of the mechanics that they could put into the game to really push that difficulty envelope further. So the question is, you know, do you get more difficult than Solo and, or Solak and Virago, right? And at that point, then, maybe the, you can start to have that question on power. But if you were gonna go, which go based on what we see here right now, would you tone things down, or would you bring power levels up in the in the live game, based on the beta here?
4: Mm-hmm. I think you could go either way. I think I would personally lean towards bringing magic and melee up, just because I don't like the idea of nerfing necromancy. Um, with how new
0: that is, right? And you know, imagine how this would look. If 8 to 12 months after the new skill comes out, they nerf it into the ground to the point where it only competes against the other styles. Imagine for somebody who started the game on necromancy, who is a necromancy peer, let's just say, dare I say that. I don't know if anybody out there like that exists. I don't know if anybody signed up because of necromancy, but it's an interesting thought experiment.
4: Yeah, I, I, I... If it was two to three years after Necromancy came out, yeah, you might be able to make that argument. Yeah,
0: but but you know, right after that's you're playing with fire at that point. That's like I said, it becomes a it becomes at that point a discussion of community because are you trying to make the game playable for people who were already here before and who knew how to do PVM and make it so they're happy and comfortable. Or are you trying to make the game playable for the people who just started PVMing with necromancy and started doing all those feats and keeping it the way they have learned it? And your answer to that is a community question, a community question that if you answer the wrong way, I think has has ramifications on this. And I would, not want yeah. to be, I would not want to be people like Mods, Ryan, and Sponge, and, and anybody else on the Combat Council at this point in time. So, uh,
2: this just feels like a mess. Because, yeah, I, I, because. I, I
0: don't see any winning coming out of this, you know? Because if you lower necromancy and you bring what we have in the beta down, eventually, people are going to be upset. If you bring everything up to that same, you know, kind of category where where necromancy sits right now, people are going to be further upset that, you know, it's just, you know, continued to make the game easier. So I don't know how you win at that and a choice has to be made uh at some point. But I guess we could just kind of, you know, lean into the beta on this and say, is ranged as it is right now in the beta too powerful if you compare it to Necromancy.
2: I would lean yes. Okay.
0: And the reasons being, dare I ask, the Bold Last Guardian and SGB, based on what we've been talking about?
4: Yeah, I uh, I think you can throw full arrows into that as well.
0: That's interesting I I always see those as, you know, just the unsuspecting default arrow. Why them?
4: Well they I mean they add a decent amount of damage to the rotations that i'm using i mean they um that's what i use all the time at sammy um it's just the extra damage that they bring
0: okay fair enough fair enough all right um what about what about uh, uh Solak? how did that go
4: um yeah that was about the same um i think I think the same sort of idea that with Arch I didn't let the poison damage carry me as much in the beta as I did in the live game, so just the damage that came from the bulk and um s g b really helped um you're skipping all the mechanics that I'd normally skip they're about the same kill times so um when i when I switched to magic, again, it was the same thing, like I didn't really notice anything too different. When I when I was working on Magic, that's when I'm more focused on the action bar and right those sort of changes. And, that and you don't tick with that; you just anything.
0: you just staff switch for spec, right?
4: Yep, and yeah, mostly camping, dual wield, but occasionally switching into staff okay. for spec.
0: So how did? And you know, we've been talking a lot about range, but how did Magic feel when you when you used it on the beta?
4: It it really didn't feel too much different. Um, I mean, you're not most of the time you the biggest hit is omni power and since they split that up into four hits you're not hitting the max very often with it so um so magic I, I is not really, really
0: affected by the um max hit what about the crit damage changes
4: crit damage I think is probably what um helped get right because faster. magic was,
0: was and always has been the the crit build
4: yep exactly um so yeah, I mean, I think getting that extra 60% um, crit damage from having 99 magic was probably something that was helpful.
0: Okay. Okay, so not too much with magic there then. um. Yeah. But, but, you know, in, in all honesty, then you'd feel comfortable, you know, using what was there uh, for Solak then, I guess would be a way of putting it.
2: Yeah. All right,
0: fair enough. Um, Tanis, any questions? Should we move on to the listener questions that we sourced from this?
3: Um, I guess I just what what would you say the biggest danger would be if it were to move forward? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, I mean, we kind of touched on this in the pre-show, it's just like. And some of the bosses, you're granted extra adrenaline, um, and that's when it gets super dangerous with how much damage you can deal. If you're putting out multiple bulk specs, if you're putting out multiple overpowered um, abilities, like that's, that's when you start getting to a dangerous level. So they got to somehow figure out that. Because if you're just four or five attacks in a row that's hitting over 15k that's that's too much
0: yeah and you know i wonder what the time frame is on this because they said treat this as kind of like a release candidate um in terms of something to test but at the same time there needs to be changes in terms of the balancing obviously what i'm wondering is how long do the people like sponge and ryan have To deliver this, because you remember we had that weapon diversity beta many years ago, right? That went off the rails and they had to can because it just took too long. I'm wondering if we get to a similar point with that, with this here, rather.
4: I wouldn't think so. I think the fact that they said this was a release candidate means that they think they're close. Um, I think there are obviously some things I need to tweak, but... I mean, even if they think it's close, I mean we've seen it before, where they release things that probably could that have been. feel
0: close internally. But when you get, you know, a, a bunch of cracked PVMers on it, it's an entirely different perspective.
4: Yes. So, like, I wouldn't be shocked if they make a couple changes and then don't do another beta. I and then just I ship it. Not, but that that is a real possibility.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it, it just it just worries me. Because we're we're starting to get into that same sort of uh, EOC territory where there's waffling between two different camps, and it's a question of you know which are going to have the have the stakeholders that are going to win out at the end of the day, and you know I, I think I know which ones it's going to be. It's obviously you know going to be the people who were doing PVM before necromancy. I hate to say it, but I feel like those are the ones that are going to come out winning with this, and you know whether that means not being as aggressive in the beta as we're seeing. Right now, and then, you know, some changes down the road that adjust the necromancy uh, damage on the ability side. Because remember, when necromancy was brought down later last later last year, or previous year, um, it was mainly the, the conjures that were hit on that. They didn't touch anything with any of the, the abilities out there, so. Yeah. Interesting times ahead, uh, but we did uh, source some questions from the Discord today on this, so... Uh the first one, uh what changes affect each level of player in the lowest, median, and highest rungs? So I think I can go out on the limb and you know just say based on the things that I was most excited about on probably the lowest and into the median tier, it's the changes um to the to the to the accuracy system so you don't just you know flat up miss anymore. And then also the crit changes as well help too, I think, at the lower end.
4: Yeah, I I absolutely love the damage the hit chance. Um which is weird because I don't there's not many bosses that where that's you an walk issue. into. Yeah, yeah, like it's Virago, A. O. D. Yakamara. Um now, when you're using the full arrows at some points, like even at Sammy, you don't have 100% accuracy, but it's like 95, 98, right? So like, Which is close enough. Bad. Yeah. So, but the difference between 95% damage that you deal or 95% hit chance is a lot. Because if you, you go in bulk spec and it hits that 0% or that 5% that's not hitting, that's a lot of adrenaline lost for no damage. Yeah. But if yeah. you do it and oh, okay, you're only gonna deal ninety five percent damage, that's still fine, that's still a lot of damage.
0: Yeah. And, you know, also if even if we bring this down to, you know, um slayer at the uh at at the low to mid levels, for somebody who's training with ranged, you're gonna feel that immediately because there are a ton of misses in this game at the early levels if you're fighting something that's just maybe a little bit too powerful for you. So yeah. I mean they're, they're gonna feel that.
4: And there's still probably areas to safe spot some Slayer monsters, so if you didn't have 100% accuracy, that just, you know, it's, you're sitting there not getting attacked and you're just hitting zeros yourself, that's not fun. Like, no, oh, no, it's know, not, and, and I know that, that I know that, better.
0: I know that from old school, because I'm in that level level range where that happens. Granted, obviously, different combat system, but the idea is the same. Um... Mid tier and you know, I I think the thing that, that uh felt most satisfying to me on this, and it's more of a meta field than just one specific change, is that it made at least ranged in my assessment um more competitive with necromancy without really needing to think about it, which I think was a good thing.
4: Yeah, I think that comes down to the critical strikes um, for mid-game, just like, right. all right, now you have more access to more critical
0: damage. Right, um, because ranged was never really about crit. That was more magic's thing. Yep. So
4: um, so just like that extra 60% damage when you crit is a lot. I mean, I, I'm assuming mid-game players are going to have 99 combats, Yeah. so you get that like extra Like the kind 60%. of people who are
0: doing normal mode reapers, I'd say, is what I'd say mid-tier. Yep. That yeah, sort of thing I agree. In, the, in the occasional bossing. And, well, for highest, we've kind of detailed um, how broken this is at places like Zamorak. Yep, the damage hit the, cap going based, up to... Yeah, the damage hit cap and just, yep. you know, it, in cases where you get tons of adrenaline that um, that really lets you uh, print the damage out there. Yeah. Alright, um, then the next one. In November and December, there were some mods publicly talking about the combat beta and using it as a platform for radical design changes, like removing abilities. I think they're, this person's talking about the melee um, auto-attack, making styles more diverse and questioning if melee should still be two separate skills and possibly looking at weapon diversity again. But in January now, it looks like that more of the open experimentation stuff really... Uh, never happened, so the question is are there uh, any immediate plans to continue on this experimental bandwagon, in, or could those maybe be introduced later? And obviously, you know, we don't have the exact we don't have a, a JMOD answer on this but I think it's an interesting thing to talk about in that, did, it, did the Combat Beta need to go full experimental on this, or was this just kind of, you know, the a few changes around the edges that really, you know, made things, uh, for the better here.
4: Well, I think some of the things that will help melee and it's something we haven't touched on yet is the damage ranges. So, um, like for example, one of the abilities could go from, you know, 35% to 188% damage and it just, you roll a dice and see what, how much damage you deal and they're going to, you know, shorten that gap a little bit so that will be more consistent. Yeah. I think that helps melee a lot. Um, cause, I mean, there, there's just how many abilities there are. It's confusing. It's like, okay, this one's slice is 75 to 115. Is that good compared to kick, which is 20 to 100%? I don't know. So, just like figuring out, updating the tooltips, which is another thing they're going to be doing, and giving a smaller range for these. Um, damage will really help melee. I think. Yeah. Um, is it going to change how many weapon changes and armor changes you need mid fight? No. no, but it'll at least and, and help that's an identity problem,
0: isn't it? Yeah. It, that it that it's become based it become a style based on bleeds, but also the special attacks of uh, the Zuck sword, the tier ninety two whip as the main weapon. The lang swords. Um, what am I missing?
4: Oh, well, you also supposed to switch helmets occasionally, right? Between jaws of the abyss and the um, vestments. Um, you get. I don't think ZGS is used that as often anymore. No, but that's uh, still right, out that there. One's kind of
0: fallen out of favor a bit. So yeah, there's
4: just. Too many changes, right. and and, and, I mean, you, you got know, the Spear of annihilation.
0: Uh, that was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you you put this in front of somebody else who's just coming to this game and say, "Hey, this is how I do, you know, end game melee combat in Runescape." Yeah, I in this other game, I just equip two daggers and off I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: I mean, I I wish I still had one of my melee presets because it's no food in there and it's just.
2: Switch, switch, switch.
0: And I question at that point, would that really be an experimental or, you know, kind of pushing the boundary thing to do? Or is that just, you know, quality of life and making it so that its identity isn't so reliant on that?
4: Yeah, I I think they had to fix that problem before. They
0: do right, but but also let's be real here that it's entirely viable to take um, a spear of annihilation or a or a or or an ox scythe into a slayer task with an EOF dragon two hander, put on a you know an AOE revolution set, occasionally spec with that EOF dragon two hander and call it a day, kill everything in the room. Yeah. Like that's a viable um, melee build, and I, I think when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, that's where melee is going to shine—is on those kind of AOE Slayer tasks.
4: Yeah, Slayer, and I mean, obviously, they're still Corp Beast, and I mean, I would do the um, the the the
0: the the Dag King and the um, uh, yeah Matriarch, Brex
4: Matriarch. Um, but I mean, I would do some of the God Wars Dungeon One and Melee too, just. Just because that's just for like the raw, just
0: for like for the raw DPS, then that you can crank out. Yeah. Okay. Because yep. what were you saying um, previously? What What was the ability you get to twelve k hits? And now obviously you're going to be beyond that. Um, Meteor. Um, was that overpower? Yeah, overpowered. overpowered. What is it? Yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, overpower. And once again, we're not Malik people here. You used to be, but not anymore. Yeah. So. And and like I said, that goes back into our former discussion that this is, we're bordering on the rounds of EOC 2.0 here with this. And that's actually the next question. Will the melee meta change? Should it change? <laughs>
2: uh, again, I mean,
0: I don't know. I think... Like, I, I feel like for everything we're seeing here, this was not the melee beta. This was the ranged combat beta and make sure magic is okay beta.
4: Yeah, I think Melee's just kind of the forgotten stepchild. Um, Though there's going to be somebody
0: out there who's going to say that, you know, they've been on the beta with with Melee and they're actually able to make it perform very well with all their Switches and whatnot, but, you know, none of us have that here. And I did actually want to try and find somebody for the show, but I wasn't able to for that, so.
4: Yeah, again, I think it, in scenarios, can be very good with how much, I mean, Melee was the one that Took the most, hit, the biggest hit from the damage cap being at 12k. Yeah, I mean there's yeah. multiple abilities that can hit that pretty easily. So that getting that boost will be good. But again, if you're at Zamorak and you know he does the first back that you know hits you with melee and then puts the smoke on the ground, hope you have all the smoke now because you're standing at melee range. Um, if you're at, you're at Kamara, you have to pray magic instead of prey range because he hits a different style if you're in melee range it just it almost at times feels feels like a different game yeah when you're standing that close to the boss
0: yeah yeah and also going forward will necromancy still be the easy setup with tier 95 armor and tier 90 weapons that'll work in most bosses besides the bosses um that uh, forbid those uh, uses of mechanics.
4: I think so. I mean, just because anyone in this game can sit down for a little bit and go earn the tier 90 Necromancy armor. Um, it's relatively cheap compared to all the other tier 90s. Um, and then that tier 90 armor is good enough to go bite Raziel to go get the tier 95. Like, there is a It was clearly, path.
0: It was clearly designed for that, and you know, we've we've long spoke here at the podcast that you don't need tier ninety power armor and tier ninety weapons to be effective. Really eighty is good and I'd be comfortable even with tier eighty necromancy weapons. So yeah, the answer to that is yes, unless they unless you know they unless they nerf necromancy, which you know, folks listening to this show, I know you guys are out there. If that ever happens you guys need to stand up loud and, you know, make yourself known about that. So overall
2: ship it or wait (laughs) we're here we're dead get used to it
4: (laughs) i'd say we're close um i wouldn't want to see this exact version go live but i think it's close i could see it coming out in the next month
0: okay so basically if we were to summarize then just the just work on the balance from the big adrenaline Dump specifically in ranged bow, Last Guardian, Saradoman God Bow, and any other big damage dumping abilities that seem to be, I, I guess, overperforming at this point.
2: Yeah. Okay. Wonderful.
0: Well, the beta's still up, people. If you have a ranged combat set, magic combat set, or even a melee combat set, jump in there and let them know how it's going, because that was one thing I noticed on the beta post, is that they were very, uh, they were very clear, very, very clear, that they want everybody to take part in this, regardless of how you do your combat. So, let it be known, go into the beta, the the instructions are linked in their post, if it doesn't work immediately, end the Jagex launcher, if it doesn't Work after that, still go into Task Manager and force kill all of the Jagex launcher processes and then try again, and then you should be good to go. You should be in right away. Just make sure you have everything that you need supply-wise, though. We said this last week. Make sure you have everything supply-wise or else else you're not going to uh, uh, be able to um, get those because, of course, there won't be things being sold on the GE. All right, um, and you know, we're. we're, we're I, I should. I should clarify this. I, I. I don't know if I will have made this clear at the time. Um, this portion of the show here about the combat beta was recorded on Thursday, but we will be gathering on Friday afternoon. A couple of us uh, to talk about the live stream of upcoming content that was there, and mod keepers post as well. That's on the way. And the reason I mention that is because the thing that was on the main news post this week that, of course, raised the eyebrows of some people in the community was the new Dijin, Crowd, uh, Dijin crown necromancy outfit uh, that has uh, the city of um, Blue Scale on it. And, I, I mean, it's a nice outfit. I don't necessarily know that I'd pay 470 uh, rune coins for this. It's not necessarily my, uh, my style. Um any of you guys either of you guys buying this?
4: I already did. Uh, oh you did? Yeah. Okay. T- I had rune coins sitting around, so um I don't know. It looked good with soul Dice, which I have a soul Dice and I have so away. Right. So that's okay. why I did it. Fair enough. Mainly for that reason. Fair enough.
2: Tennis. Yeah. I don't really
3: it's not really my kind of style. Um but I mean this is what people have said they wanted, right? It's more cosmetics.
0: Direct to purchase cosmetics as well that aren't on Treasure Hunter. Yeah. Yep. That's the way to do it. And you know, maybe that's maybe that's why why you bought well, you said why you bought it bears, but I was just gonna say, you know, maybe that's why some people will just buy it to, you know, show support for this method of uh, monetization. Out there because I remember a time when they said, Yeah, we want to move away from Treasure Hunter for main monetization, and obviously uh that never happened. So
4: Yeah. I mean, I think I spent rune coins on this, but I didn't have any interest in getting more keys to get any of those um cosmetics. The for- Raziel ones I- from last week. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that, that actually annoyed me because I ended up with an odd amount of keys and I would really only would have been able to like purchase two of the pieces. So it's gone for who knows how long.
1: Yep. So exactly. those tokens
0: are just gonna sit in my inventory till then. But uh moving on to patch notes right now. Uh some changes from the community hit list stuff last week. Storing noted items in the herb bag will no longer exceed the limit of the herb bag. Oops, somebody was really happy here for a few days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um runes in phase seven of zamorak will once again heal above their max hp on death and values have been slightly adjusted to count for solo mode having halved rune hp to reduce the chance of double killing runes what does this mean what does this mean bears i've never done zamorak to phase seven
4: so in b7 you have to kill um a rune and solo mode they have twelve thousand five hundred hp so basically right at that hit cap right yeah. So, there's been times where I put a bleed on it, and then did my bulk spec, and it was on where it was going to hit twice, like the spec was going to hit twice, and it dealt 12,000 12, damage on the first one, which got us down to 6k again, and then the second hit, hit, hit the rune, and it killed me. So, it just, like, stopped, it basically killed yourself from doing it.
0: Okay, so this is just this is just basically making it so that solo,
4: yeah, is easier I, to work around. Then, so I was super excited last week when they were like, "Oh, solo runes got half." I'm like, "Let's go!" And my first five attempts, I killed myself because I was dealing too much damage. to the <laughs> Oh <rim>. god! <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'm glad they changed those because that made that significantly easier.
0: Yeah, and you know, for people wondering just exactly why, why, do, why has he never done a hundred percent in rage? zamorak before well there was a story from back when zamorak came out um about the boss high scores at the time where somebody for a while had the slowest zamorak kill time in all of runescape on the high scores and i was eventually bested by two people on this but my my but my zamorak kill time that's on the high scores to this day it was about twenty seven minutes. So since then I've not actually gone back because I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna give up that high score spot. Twenty seven minutes and forty four seconds ranked twenty five thousand six hundred and twelve out of twenty five thousand six hundred and fourteen.
4: I, I was on that podcast when Sammy Oh, came I out know. I I remember that and I could not believe like I was more <laughs> impressed you stayed alive for twenty five minutes. That's the like, exact
0: same reaction I got from a lot of people as well. They thought it was a genuine accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, right. You were on that episode. That's when Oh yeah, that's when uh that's when Tannis was was out sick with your with your stomach malady. Yep. Everything good from that now? Of course. Uh necromancy changes. Here's here's some good ones. It's not immediately clear what this means, but it's going to be hilarious once I explain what these two are about. Fixed an issue where necromancy attacks were incorrectly being considered as a weakness for Raziel, the first necromancer, granting a higher base hit chance than intended, and increased the penalty for necromancy equipment when used in conjunction with equipment from other styles to better reflect the intention of necromancy sitting outside the combat triangle i.e. necromancy weapon while wearing melee armor, or melee weapon while wearing necromancy armor.
3: You know what that patch note kind of said to me, Shane?
2: What's that?
0: They're... They don't want people using um, necromancy weapons with uh, Crypt Bloom.
3: Well, I mean, I guess... Yeah, I didn't, I mean, I didn't really think about it like that. I was just thinking that, like, because you can, because you can get your own necromancy gear, That' don't, that's why it's such a, that, that's why it's a fourth combat style. If you could, in, if you can interchange it, if you can wear it with the other, you know, and do other styles, then I figure people would really be throwing a fit about that.
0: Well, that's the thing. People had been doing that, and what these two patch notes were designed to combat was the strategy that arose, and if anybody's been on RuneScape YouTube in a while, you would have seen, that there was a guide floating around for fully AFK Raziel. See, I don't think... um... And that's what this was about. AFK. Of
3: nor do I think too easy when I think Raziel, since I have. It was entirely even-
0: possible. It was entirely possible to kill the boss on Revolution without any inputs.
2: Huh. Well, yep.
3: I don't know. I mean, I wish I'd figured that out. I could have at least got <laughs> finished the quest. Oh well.
0: But but story mode's not even that difficult. We can get you through that at some point.
3: I'm fairly certain. Yeah, I mean, certain. it's been close, been close but...
0: Hmm. Yeah. But, see, these are the kind of weird edge cases that, that are like this that just come out and about. Bears, were you aware that, you know, there was people out there that were doing Raziel AFK with Grip Bloom and whatnot to kind of just farm it? I element. think
4: I saw a video of it. I never looked into
0: it. No, why, I mean, why would we, right? Like Raziel's actually a fun boss once you get down. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so I'm not surprised by it. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, even the AFK Carepack guide uses Crippling while using ranged. So yeah, or at least some Crippling. So like, it's not completely out right. of the. Right, but
0: and I mean, you're realm. killing it. But at that point, you're not making money because you're not doing it effectively. So, yeah, I mean, you, you take your pick either way. Um, in other patch notes this week, uh, several decimal separators have been added across the game. Um, the one I saw here was in the coin pouch, for example. Also, whenever the dark facet of luck doubles a clue casket, people will now receive a chat message in case they miss the object box due to it being too fast. And then in general, uh, patch notes. This week shows the kind of spaghetti code we deal with in this game. <laughs> Fixed an issue with Power Burst potions having an elongated cooldown for some players affected by the login lockout.
4: Holy. When was wow. that? Like 2021? Yes. Like
3: a year ago. Oh no, it's two years ago? 2021.
4: <laughs> supposed to be three years three ago. God oh, man. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever hear that. Hear that phrase again. I still PTSD. Were you I locked mean, I out? Get, no. I just, like, remember seeing it on every single update for three months. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> well, I mean, at least they had the
0: communication team out there dealing with it. And, they, you know, they brought the server guys out. And Mod Warden was out a lot. And I remember, Tanis, you said there was this one server guy you wouldn't want to get on the opposite end of based on how he uh, talked and carried himself on the live stream.
3: Yeah, I don't remember who that was. I don't either. I don't remember. Do you remember that? <laughs> but I
0: do remember us having that discussion. <laughs> um, the treasure rest animation showed no longer correctly, uh, displaying correctly in the customization interface. And the reason I mentioned this one is I mentioned at the top of the show a, a random uh, emote being included with one of the bonds that we were going to be giving away, and this happens to be... Uh, the 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 one that I I think I'm giving away on this I might have to double check this but I think that's the one that it is. Uh, Blue dragon scales can now be banked by sign of the porter.
3: This was the coolest patch note I saw in in.
0: Because it kind of this. just sandwiched in there between everything else, and it's kind of like a nothing patch note, but it's in the same vein of you know collecting um the the nightshade in the scabed cave with porters because. Mm-hmm. This potentially and I mean we'd have to look at what the exact breakdown of a charge is versus that, but um if you're an Iron Man character and you're making um anti dragon fire potions, you want this. Yes. Oh, I was well, super yeah.
4: excited on my Iron Man for because I I remember I was just I was just there recently, like, oh, I'm just gonna walk around this dungeon and collect the dust that's on the ground. This is cool. You get 28 out of time.
0: And then you got to teleport back and walk back. Yeah, not fun at all. Not fun yeah. at all. But that's it for the patch notes this week. All right. With that, we're going to start off and move into our achievements. I don't think there's much else to say on the patch notes this week. Starting off, we have Erics with 99 Necromancy on the 31st. XOX Scotty XOX with 120 Fishing and 120 Woodcutting also on the 31st. Then we have Mej Quest with 99 Smithing on the 30th.
4: Congrats. We got Stantham Gum with 99 Necromancy on the 28th. Um, Scotty with 120 Necromancy and Range again on the 28th.
3: Alright. And then we have Tim2 with a trio of one twenty so with Necromancy, fire making, and Woodcutting all on the 27th. Very nice. And then we have Dura... Dur- with 99 necromancy on the
0: 26th. Well done everybody. Well done. And of course yeah. just a just a just a brief note, uh double XP we learned is coming on the 16th to the 26th, so set your calendars for that.
3: See a bunch more of these 120s. This is a this is, this is quite the 120 spread here.
0: Yeah, I'm going to get 120 necromancy on this one, I think.
3: There you go.
4: Nice.
0: But uh, if you want to appear on the podcast, update.show/slash help. If you uh, have always wanted to be on RSPNB Update or a podcast in general, you think you might have something interesting uh, to add and something to say, uh, just fill out that form. And the biggest thing, of course, is to let us know how to contact you and why you think you'd be a good addition to be on the podcast. Update.show/slash help. And with that, uh, Bears has a pick of the week from somebody. Uh, in Eastern Canada.
4: Yeah, um, so you've probably seen some of him on YouTube Shorts and TikTok, but it's Connor Price. Um, He's a hip-hop rapper from Toronto. Um, I started to hear him late summer this past year, really started to listen to him in August, and I reached his 0.1% top listeners on Spotify this past year of 2023. Um, so I, as you can see, I've kind of, kind of enjoyed him. Um, his big thing is the YouTube shorts and TikToks where, you know, he's, has a weird instrument, like, um, Tannis was saying, he's seen one where he grabbed a carrot and turned it into a flute and then dropped a beat from there. Um, (laughs) he makes his own beats. Um, he makes his own music. Um, he doesn't, he's not signed with the label or anything, so he doesn't release albums. It's just one song every about two to three weeks. So, every two to three weeks, you get that fill of a new song, and you start to enjoy it, start to enjoy it, and then by the time you start getting sick of it, boom, new one gets dropped. Um, his biggest thing is, I think last year, he started this series where he spun a globe, closed yeah. his eyes, and went to a country, and then he found yep. someone from that country and collabed with them. Um, so, he got some no people way. from Japan, yeah, from Good from Africa, Brazil, um, yeah, no, he's, he's fantastic. I really enjoy him. Um, I'm hoping to be even higher than 0.1% this year <laughs> and Spotify. I mean, I, it probably, he is, his, um, playlist is probably on for about seven or eight hours a day while I'm working. So I think I'll get there.
0: <laughs> and, and didn't you say he his his music was also used, uh, something with the Raptors or something, or he's just a fan of them?
4: So he's a big fan of the Raptors. He does have a song that like raps about them um when they won the championship a couple of years ago. And then um my the clip that's in that's linked in our show notes is him like explaining how one of his songs went viral and my favorite line from it is um even Taylor Swift's boyfriend and his friends used it in a TikTok, So obviously talking about Travis Kelsey, um, it's so like that, that was just kind of funny little things like Travis Kelsey's a big name, but Taylor Swift is even bigger.
0: So, yeah. yeah. And she's bringing some controversy around her, uh, recently this week too. So interesting. Mm. You, you bring her up on that, but that's a, but that's a topic for another show as, as, as it is. Um, yeah, that's good. And as as per usual with these uh, with these musical picks, I don't I don't show the videos and I don't play the audio because if I do that, there's a very real chance that uh, this portion of update will just you know cease to exist on YouTube, and I don't want that happening. So if you want to see Bear's pick of the week, just head on over to update uh, dot show and you'll find it there. So, all right, uh, what have you been doing on uh, RS, tennis
3: uh preparing for double XP and didn't even know it.
0: Okay, I can say
4: they released uh, that info like twelve hours ago. Not even.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean I'm i I've just been working working at the uh, at the farm on some arrow shafts and shells and all that so stuff. Is this going to be mean, a one hundred
0: twenty really, or two hundred? Um, probably one hundred twenty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough.
3: It'll be interesting. I haven't, you know, like I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of morally opposed to math, and so uh, <laughs> we're just, we're just gonna <laughs> we see. No. Yeah, I mean, we're just oh. gonna see how it, you know, works out. Like I'm just gonna do it until I run out of. So stuff. it's like throwing some spaghetti like that. at the wall I mean, then I mean, and hoping those. for the best. Yeah, we're gonna, we're just gonna see how we,
0: how it turns out. <laughs> Oh, that makes me. That makes me. That makes me twitch because I know you could plan it so much better.
3: It's much the the fun, fun in that, that.
0: Yeah. <sighs> it's about the journey, Shane. Fine. The journey. Fine. How about you, Bears?
4: Um. So I'm starting a PVM event tomorrow. So I'm excited for that. But in the meantime, I just finished 200 mil necromancy and hit five bill total XP. So we're getting close to that 5.8 mark that I've been slowly working towards. Um, and then if I have AFK time that I don't want to spend skilling, I'll go to a boss and keep working on Golden Reaper, I guess. But that's that's years away.
0: Yeah, and and you know that it, what you have described is effectively the RS3 endgame, I think. So
4: yeah, sure. I think so.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. As for me, this week. Aside from the beta stuff that i that I mentioned and another uh, dab in it, I, I did, a, did a couple of reapers, nothing nothing really that you know amazing. you know, a couple of Graradars, uh, vindicta, that sort of thing. Um, but one thing I actually did do, just just out of, the, out of the blue, just just for the hell of it, is I actually went back to Vorkath. Uh. Oh, nor- yeah, it, it, it was good. Uh I did normal mode. I, I you know eased into it by you know uh turning off a couple of the me- mechanics to start with. Um but by the end of the evening I was actually able to get it down to a point where I was actually able to do the Vorkath uh normal mode skip. So I was actually very proud of that. Nice. Um yeah. and effectively what that means for people unaware is that when Vorkath is up flying away, you kill Zemmer Eagle in that time while Vorcath is gone and that just ends the boss fight when when Vorkath comes back. So um I'd I I I'd like to work my way up to hard mode there, but I still like I'm I'm not at a point where I can in effect just kind of cruise through that getting the skips like I can cruise through, you know, something like Raziel or Hard Mode Carapac, if that makes sense. I don't know why. I don't know what what's different there. But I think there's just I think the issue,
4: or the yeah, the issue is would be with a lot of people is the two mechanics at once, or the, yeah. the kind of defending against yeah. two things at once is tough. Um, yeah,
0: because you know, like I'll be fine fighting just against Vorkath, but then once it comes to fight Zem or Eagle, there will be just times sometimes where I'll just start taking tons and tons of damage, and I have to start mitigating that.
4: Yeah. So Have not, you tried hard mode in, like, group or anything?
0: No, I haven't. And I know you and I were talking about doing that before before Christmas, but we never got around to that. Maybe we should do that at some point.
4: Yeah, I'd be happy. I mean, I think in groups, usually you get one person tanking each one, so right. like it really helps to get other the person, confusion.
0: Then the other person just lets the DPS go. Yeah. That's, yeah. Actually, that's actually a neat, neat idea about a way to do it, but... I, I still think we kind of undersold Vorkath too when we did that episode because we didn't necessarily dedicate enough time as we should have, I think, to the armor. Because that's another thing that we didn't talk about in the beta, that, that your beta combat endeavors that you were doing in ranged were with the new Elite Dracolec.
4: Yeah. Um, I think at the time, it, I mean, it usually takes a couple weeks to figure out how good an right, item is. Right, until you get
0: your hands on it.
4: yeah. So it's it's tough to weak of like okay how good is this armor? Where like the theory crafting it looked okay,
0: but in practice you get it on and you're using a bow. It's it's miraculous almost, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I mean rapid fire is all of a sudden your best ability. Yeah, I mean you you gain adrenaline from it, and then it makes crits happen more. That's that's a win win.
0: Money printer, as they say, but. Alrighty, well that's pretty much it for this episode of RSBNB Update, so uh, thank you Bears for, for doing this and uh, braving the combat beta, though from the sounds of it you probably actually had some fun with it.
4: I did, this was the first time in a while that I've logged into the beta and it hasn't been laggy like crazy, so yeah, I was I think able they to use get a, in there and I think they
0: use a Euro server for it, dare I say. So, yeah. That's and usually I'm
4: like signing in when there's a million other people in, and it just it's so bad. But yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, and hopefully we have uh, pushed that discussion in the right direction on that. So fingers crossed, everything uh, turns out the way it should. But nonetheless, Tannis and I uh, will be back next week for another episode of our SBB update. You good, Tannis? Anything else to say before we go?
3: Uh, no, bears. Bear um hit it on the head. And like, I, I was just going to say that, you know, we're what, like six weeks, eight weeks past four calf release. So there, there's a lot of like a lot of hindsight now. <laughs> it's, it's changed. some, you know, we, we didn't have the same access to that kind of information week of release.
0: Yeah. Theory crafting can only take you so far on that.
3: So yeah. Yep.
0: All right, uh, if you want the podcast delivered automatically to you, best way to do that is to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Pocket Casts, and more. And, of course, YouTube as well, youtube.com slash rsbnb. Do like and subscribe there. Greatly helps the channel out, but we'll be back next week for another episode of RSbnb Update. See you then, everyone. Take care. See you. See you, guys.